Quincy City Clerk Nicole Crispo joining us for another Board of License Commissioners updates and also a preview of the upcoming city election. Hi, Nikki. Hi, Joe. How are you today? Doing okay. It's not raining and uh, we're looking forward to some great warm weather, unfortunately. <laughs> going to be beautiful. <laughs> Maybe you can move early voting outside City Hall. <laughs> <laughs> That would be nice. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. But first, uh, sure. board license commissioners, right? Yes. Uh, yesterday, um, we met at four o'clock and uh, we did have um, five in attendance. So we had a quorum and got right to agenda item number one, hearing regarding the request of Mian Brothers, Inc., doing business as 711-32451E for common victual license for the premise located at 721 Hancock Street. Due to a change of franchise ownership, proposed manager Mohammed Anwar, no changes in operation. Mohammed Anwar was there. He's got 23 years in, of experience with um, 7-Elevens and most recently was in Medford and now um, here at 721 Hancock Street. And um, that went through five to zero. Again, no change in anything um, at the 7-Eleven store itself. Okay, this is the Wallston location? Yes. Gotcha. Um, agenda item number two, hearing regarding the request of CMMG LLC doing business as family convenience for a common victual license for the premise located at 263 Water Street, formerly Water Street Convenience due to a change of ownership, proposed manager Gianni Rosa, proposed hours of operation are Monday through Saturday, 6 a.m. to 11 p.m., and Sunday, 8 to 8. Um, Manuel DePina was there um, to represent. He um, currently owns a t-shirt shop and now wants to get into um, the convenience store business. So um, he had some of his inspections done um, contingent on his fire inspection. Um, he will be licensed and ready to go. No change in operation as, as of this time. That went through five to zero. Here, uh, agenda item number three, here we got in the request of SR Auto Design LLC for a garage repair license auto detailing for the premise located at 138 Brook Road. Proposed manager, Jing Lin Tan, uh, proposed hours of operation Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. with a maximum of five vehicles on the site. Attorney Win Jia was there. Um, the manager was also there, um, Mr. Lee, and um, he will need a uh, Fire, uh, fire prevention inspection um, before he can open and understands um, that there is five vehicles allowed to be parked there overnight, but during the day they can have um, a couple more that are you know coming and going, waiting for people to pick their car back up after an auto detailing or, or something to that. So, um, 
we talked about that. Um, that went through um, the zoning process before, and we made that clear, um, Director Conlin. And so that also went through five to zero. And agenda item number four, hearing regarding the request of Krish Retail Inc. doing business as Goody Minimat for a change of hours of operation. Sunday, retail wine and malt license for the premise located at 1250 Hancock Street. Alcohol sales permitted from 10 a.m. to 11 p.m. And Paul Shaw was there. Uh, and the store already exists. What they want to do is sell on Sundays uh, beer and wine. So, um, again, um, that went through pending um, a fire inspection. It's the one at the president's place? Yes, it is. Yes. Yep. Um, wants to make it easier for um, the residents around the area to be able to um, pick up beer and wine on Sundays. Yeah, it's, it's an actual community now in Quincy yes, Center. So, yeah. Yes, <laughs> for sure. So, so I'm sure that will be helpful for the residents around the area. Agenda item number five, hearing regarding the request of Gelato Artie Giantali, Inc., 17 Chestnut Street for a change of doing business as name on their all alcohol beverage restaurant license from uh, Italian Cafe Gelato Kitchen and Drink to Sapori. Uh, Denise Santini was there and spoke about um, when they first started uh, gelato there on Chestnut Street, um, th they had an idea to make it bigger, make it more. Um, now that they have their liquor license in place, now that they have their food operation in order, along with the gelato, they want to change the name to Sapori to support all of that. So um, that went through five to zero as well. Okay, very good. Ag agenda item number six, hearing regarding the request of Kilroy's on the Square, 14 LLC, doing business as Kilroy's on the Square, Kerry Delaney manager, for an alteration of the license premise at 24 Cottage Ave to include 821 square feet, second floor. This area is comprised of a bar and seating area um, that will be used as function room, restroom, overflow, um, the second level can accommodate 44 seats. So again, um, it is an existing spot. However, when they did the original license, they did not include that space in it. So all they're doing is just adding the 821 square feet to the existing license. It's not an extension of premise. It's it's the whole um, seating area within Kilroy's on the square. So um, that uh, went through uh, five to zero as well. Okay. There was um, a notification done with the Quincy Sun and about as notified on 10-12. There was no one there to speak for or against um, adding the 821 square feet. Okay. 
these these past these last three items, Nikki, all uh, Quincy Center businesses that are you know thriving. Yes, it's it's yeah. really flourishing out there, and and people are. Um, I, I know you heard the exciting news about the Trader Joe's and what's coming to Quincy Center, and it just keeps getting better every day. It's you a, know, it's a remarkable transformation for sure. It certainly yeah. is. It's everybody working hard and everybody working together that's making it so vibrant. Um, agenda item number seven here regarding the request of East Chinatown Restaurant Inc doing business as East Chinatown Restaurant, 415 Hancock Street for, number one, a change of license category from wine and malt to an all alcohol beverages. Number two, change of offices and directors. Number three, change of stock interest. And number four, change of manager to we, we, my. Attorney William Phelan was there. Um, he spoke about the changes to the East Chinatown restaurant. Um, the new manager um, thinks it would be um, advantageous, obviously, to ha have all alcohol beverage license there, like some of the other restaurants in the area. And um, the change of offices and directors and stock interest is things that happen all the time within the um, restaurants inc doing business as and, and so um a notice was published in the quincy sun on 10 12 and a butters were mailed on the same day um the hours of operation monday through friday 8 to um, 11 and um the weekends I'm sorry, I did not write down the weekend hours. My apologies, um, but I'm sure you can find it on their website, East China Restaurant. And that went through five to zero as well. Huh, I don't know how I missed that. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. I'm sure they are open on the weekends. Most Yeah, I know. And usually I'm, I'm quick to write it down, but it, I, I don't have those hours. I apologize. Um, but... Go to East Chinatown Restaurant at 415 Hancock Street on their webpage. I'm sure they have the Saturday and Sunday hours. No doubt. That's their busiest time. Yeah, so yeah in, of course. Yeah. Yep. And that also went through five to zero. That did conclude uh, the agenda. And our next hearing will be on November 14th after the election uh yes <laughs> the election yes uh before we talk about that nikki are, are there any more of the um special liquor licenses available for the downtown district so there are definitely for um for restaurants there was only one for um a retail store okay but um and that's being used down there okay. um but as far as restaurants Absolutely. Okay. We have plenty of them. And, um, and you know, if, if you're interested in opening anything down in Quincy Center, um, please, you know, reach out. We're happy to help. Okay, great. Excellent. Uh, yes. Now on to uh, municipal election. Put Take your take your uh, board license commissioner's hat off. Yep. <laughs> Step into the phone booth and put your city clerk's <laughs> outfit on. <laughs> yep. So um, early voting. 
that's the topic of today's conversation, if you don't mind. Um, early voting starts on Saturday. We will have early voting here in our main lobby um, from 8.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. Anybody, anybody can come and vote. Um, and it's also the last day to register to vote. So if you're not registered to vote and you wish to vote on the same day, you may do so. Okay. Um, we're happy to accommodate everybody. We have plenty of staff here. Um, we will have the building open and we encourage people that, you know, may otherwise not be able to vote on election day. And it's, it's going to be beautiful weather, I hear, up to 80 degrees out. So um, please feel free to come up to City Hall to vote in person, get your vote in early. Um, and if you need to register to vote, we're here 830 to 5 um, on Saturday at City Hall, 1305 Hancock Street. Um, other than that, you may also um, come and vote early um, Monday through Friday, um, which will be October 30th through November 3rd here at City Hall, um, 830 to 430. Okay. Um, do folks need to bring anything with them if they need to register to vote, Nikki? Um, is, if, if they know their last four digits of their social security number or their S number on their license. Okay. would be um, most helpful. Okay, excellent. Very good. Uh, that's not that's not all, though. <laughs> nope. And then, of course, we have um, last day to request um, a ballot is the 27th to be mailed out. Okay. No, I'm sorry, the 30th okay. to be mailed, to be put in the mail it's the 30th for an early ballot. The last day to vote absentee is the 6th, November 6th at noon. Okay. At City Hall. At City Hall. Okay. Very good. Uh, and those mail-in ballots have to be back by when, Nikki? 8 p.m. on election day. So even if it's, you know, we do have the Dropbox outside. I encourage anyone, you know, to use that. That's open 24 hours a day. Um, it's it's 8 p.m. on election night. That's the last day and time we accept ballots for a municipal election. Okay, very good. Uh, and to get a mail-in ballot, how do they do that? They can go um, onto our website and click the link to get an early vote ballot. They can also go to the Secretary of State's website. They can um, request it by mail. It's getting a little late. So, you know, just be mindful of that. But, um, uh, or they can drop off an application here in person. Okay, very good. And then November 7th, uh, what will be happening? November 7th, oh, a lot's happening. So. Um, we're getting ready here for the logistics of, you know, the, the moving of the polling places and um, all of our polling locations will be open from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. 31 locations last week. Everybody should have received a card in the mail that says it's just a reminder 
that, um, you know, some people um, were moved from one location to another or from one location to another, their ward and precinct in their polling place. So, you know, make sure you, you look at your mail, read your card. If you have any questions, you can certainly go onto our website and link to where do I vote, or you can go onto the Secretary of State's website, where do I vote, and put your name and address in, and it'll show you right where you vote. Okay, very good. And those have, I'm sorry, go ahead. May I also um, let everybody know um, we're implementing poll pads at our polling precincts this um, this year. And this is something that's really important to us. Um, 250 communities have already um, put this into place. And what it is um, for everyone that goes on election day and goes in and votes, anybody who's already early voted in the past knows what this is. It's familiar to them. What it is is a poll pad and um, it looks just like your iPad. And you check in, the, the, the person that we have at the check-in will check you in, same way you did in the black book when you give your uh, street name. Now you will come in and give your last name, first name, check you in, verify that you are that person at that location, at that street address, Yes, that's me, and we will get you a ballot. But it's just going to look a little different. All it is is the black book. Mm -hmm. It's just replacing the black book. And what that's going to do for us and for you is it's just going to help us on the back end here back at City Hall and for accuracy at the polls when you're checking the box it's going to it's going to make sure that you are the person that you say you are and that you are at that address and we're going to get you your ballot it's more efficient it's it's quicker than um you know going through the pages of the book looking for the street first um i think that people will really really like it in uh let me stress it is not connected to wi-fi it is not connected to the cloud. It is connected to Bluetooth because there's a printer beside it that gives you a little receipt. And we use that receipt for our records, but that's just in case something catastrophic happened and the poll pad, you know, went um, shut down or there was a power outage where and we'll charge them all day but so to say you know say you could only use eight hours of battery we don't think that we know that full pads uh, that ipads use stay going for longer than eight hours when they're fully charged but we just want to make sure that we have a record that you voted and that receipt gives us that record so that you get your voter activity so that we can balance our books, things like that. It's, it's the same exact thing as the black book and it's not connected to Wi-Fi, and it's not connected to the cloud. It's only connected to the Bluetooth. So it talks to the printer, to the 
iPad. That's it. Okay, very good. It's just the electronic version of what everybody's been familiar with for years. That's it. That's it. But it's exciting for us. Um, it, it's a really good tool for us to have, and, and it'll help, you know, especially next year and 2024 when we're expecting a 75% turnout at the polls. It's so much more efficient um, and so much it's got so much accuracy. Um, you know, when you're listed as an unenrolled voter and you need to choose at the primary whether you want a Democrat or a Republican ballot or a Green Rainbow or a Libertarian, you have to enter that data into this poll pad before we give you a ballot. And that's going to make the accuracy better than depending on somebody to write it down. It's it's just more accurate. Okay. So, yeah. Exciting uh, things coming. Yes, yes. Speaking of turnout, uh, do you want to make a prediction for the city election? So this has been my toughest um, prediction to make to date because this is our first municipal election that we're using early voting and vote by mail. So it's tough, um, but what we've seen in the past is that even with all of these other options, the turnout at the end doesn't seem to change very much. So I predicted 35%, I'm gonna stay with it, but so that you know already, um, we've already had over 1,200 people request ballots by mail. And we, um, the so the request by mail for a ballot by mail is up so much. And then 160 absentee ballots, which is very low considering we used to have about 560. So, you know, it's very hard to, tell i guess after we get one municipal election under our belt we'll be able to um to see if this brings more people out to vote or if it's just that convenience that seems to be the trend um for um the state in federal elections right right instead of uh, waiting for absentee they may just be requesting mail it instead right of course yeah and and it's the same ballot yeah. So, you know, there, and there is um, a bill up in the legislature now to do away with absentee voting and just keep the early because, you know, it's no excuse. So, um, so you know, I, I think down the road, you'll see that become probably a, a thing that they'll do away with the absentees altogether. Oh, all right. So uh, so even like for military folks overseas, they could just do mail-in, right? So for milita military folks, um, for people um, with disabilities, they have a new option, um, which has been incredible um, for our folks. It's Omniballot. And that is vote via... Um, vote on the computer and they go in um, with a pin number 
they get set up, we set them up, they get a pin number, they go in, they do their vote, and then they send it back to us. Okay, I hadn't heard about that before. Ever evolving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it really is, yeah. yeah. Uh, but for folks who do prefer to vote in person, uh, November 7th, 7 a.m. to 8 p.m., and no school that day, right? That's right, no school that day, so... Um, it should be, there should be plenty of parking. Um, we'll have signs out at our new polling locations, letting people know um, where where you enter the building and things like that. Uh, we'll have signs on the old places, uh, the KSC door saying you now vote at uh, North Brunswick High on the on the Hunt Street side, things like that. We'll we'll you know help people as much as we can. And if certainly you have any questions at all, please call our department six one seven three seven six one one four two four three and four four. The election department is um, you know taking all kinds of calls all the time. They're there all the time. Again, last date of register to vote. And early voting begins on Saturday, 8.30 to 5 at City Hall. Okay. Lots of information. I think uh, we covered it all, Joe. I think we did. And you and your team do a great job um, with this. So I'm confident it will go smoothly. Thank you. Thanks so much, Nikki. We'll probably catch up with you uh, on Election Day, if that's okay. You bet. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. You as well. Bye-bye.